What's good? What's good? What's good, family? I know it's been a minute. It's been a long week, y'all. Oh my God! If only you knew. If only you knew. If only you knew. The enemy has been out to get me this week, but with God on my side, I came through and I conquered, y'all. Tears were shed, but I still came out with the victory. I may have lost a few battles, but listen, I'm here. That's all that matters. But let's jump into this Bible plan because I'm super excited at the poll and everybody choosing the fuel that destroys depression by Dr. Rob Carmen because I needed this because, listen, it's this, this whole year has been rough. But as you all know, we're going to jump straight into it. I hope you guys have been having a great week so far. I hope you guys are feeling good. I hope you guys are feeling up to it. Um, I don't normally pray us in, but I'm going to say a quick prayer real quick so we can jump in here. Dear God, I pray that you allow this Bible plan, these four days to nourish our hearts, God, nourish our minds, heal our bodies. And I pray that you guide us in the proper direction when dealing with depression, God. And I hope you help us destroy this thing called depression, and to lean on you more and not on our own selves. God, I pray that you make it clear to us, God, and help us to walk by faith and not by sight. In your name I pray, amen. So as we jump into the devotional, as we always do, for those who are new, thank you for coming. Um, You don't have to watch my podcast in order. There's no specific order. If a day strikes out to you and you enjoy that day or you like the word on that day, watch that day. But if you would like to watch all of them all the way through, you can do that as well. It's up to you. But done with the tangents. As you all know, I always start out with my devotionals. We're going to start with day one. The name of this devotional is called The Fuel. And remember, these stories are not from me. It's about the people who are writing these stories for each devotional. So let's get into it. Years ago, I suffered from clinical depression and I would not wish it upon my worst enemy. It feels like a great darkness that de- that descends on you. A great sense of hopelessness, like the future is taken away. All you want to do is crawl into yourself and hide, wishing that these effects would somehow go away. I can speak from personal experience about this. I have been there. I know the lasting effects depression can have on a person's life and well-being when someone comes and tells a person dealing with depression to just snap out of it or it's not that deep or you're too young to be tired. Those are the most hurtful things that you can say to somebody and the worst things that you can actually say to anybody that's dealing with depression. Depression is not about going through a bad day, a rough patch or a blue day, or something that lasts a couple of days and then is gone. We're talking about what is described as clinical depression, which is like a crowd, which is like a cloud of darkness that de- that descends. Desmond, get your words together. That descends upon an individual's life. It is not something that you can suddenly snap out of. There's actually a biblical process. That, a, that the person dealing with depression can go through in order to come out of it. Some people ask me if it took a long time for me to overcome clinical depression. It did. I made a lot of mistakes along the way. I tried many cures that did not work. I took a natural approach to it and a medical approach. Both fell short. Then I discovered what I like to call the fuel that destroys depression. Y'all, I love it when 
people put the name of something in what they're talking about, like in movies. Y'all know what I'm talking about? No? Yes? Okay, moving forward. Which became a journey for me. I went on that journey and stayed on that journey until depression was absolutely destroyed and broken over my life. I can look back and it has never returned. We need to know that our thoughts determine the outcome of our life. Let me say that again because listen. We need to know that our thoughts determine the outcome of our life. The Bible is filled with this truth. This is the truth we are going to talk about today. It is not a capsule. It is not in capsule form, not in not not an injection form or some home remedy. And I'm not discounting any of that because there's nothing wrong with home remedies. There's nothing wrong with capsule forms or injections. Nothing wrong with that. But this is the type of healing that you can get that is free to anybody. All you need is a Bible. All you need is the Bible app and the Bible app is free. So let's get into it still. We need to know that the Bible has a cure, a fuel that will destroy depression, hope, which eventually brings happiness. Hope and happiness go together. To have a life of hope is to have a life of happiness. We need to understand that happiness is not a life of is not a life void of problems and difficulties. Rather, it is a deeper inner awareness that God is guiding the outcome of our life. A life without hope is hopeless. Hope is indispensable part of happy uh, hope is an indispensable part of a happy life hope is so powerful in my own dark hours it was hope that lifted me and brought happiness joy and the expectation of a greater tomorrow that was a devotional let's get into the word all right so It's coming from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. It says, for I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. So God literally tells us right there. So if you're battling depression, I just want you to know that God says, I already know the plans and the thoughts that I have for you. So even though you're battling what you're going through and you might think that the world is over, God clearly says, I know the plans for you. And he says the plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster. So you might think that you're in the middle of disaster. But if you believe in God, you have to understand that he's literally telling you that I already know the plans for your life. I would never put you in anything that's going to harm you. I'm going to place you in situations for peace and well-being. So in the middle of your storm, you got to find peace. In order to find peace, you have to continue to follow through this plan. Because it's going to tell you everything that we need to know to help destroy the fuel of depression. Praise God. Moving forward to the next plan. I mean, the next verse. Isaiah 40, chapter 40, verse 31. It says, but those who wait for the Lord. Who expect, look for, and hope in him will gain a new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings like eagles. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow tired. What is that song by uh, the Wendell Clark Cole? Joe picked it up. How does it go? Um, Something. Oh, God. Hold on. Something like wings, like an eagle. Okay, I'm I'm off topic. I can't even think of the, the way the song goes. But let's go over that scripture. It says, but those who wait for the Lord. So if you wait for the Lord, you will gain new strength and renew and your power will be renewed. The power which will allow you to conquer things of the world. 
you know, and let's back up on waiting on God. You have to wait on God. Sometimes we'll make moves out of our emotions. Like we'll be upset. For example, there was this girl at my job today. She just got this new position and she's she just feels like it's not for her. And she was so upset today. She made a, a decision to to drop down back to the position that she was before. Now, I don't know the situations that's going on in her life and whatnot, but I just kind of said to her, you know, have you asked God, have you prayed? Because she's also, also religious, spiritual. And she's like, yeah, I pray, blase, blase, blase. But I kind of got this sense. Now, now, who am I to tell somebody if they prayed or not? But she seemed a little hesitant about it. And I was like, well, you know, don't make decisions out of your flesh and out of emotion because you know when you're upset you'll make an angry decision that could cause a whole bunch of turmoil so you have to wait on god wait on god so he can give you that strength that you need to make the right decision and to renew your power so that you can be able to conquer that feeling of emotion like uh uh-uh get behind me because i'm not allowed i'm not about to allow sadness to ruin my day you feel me and it says they will lift up their ring lift up their wings and rise close rise up close to god like eagles y'all i cannot think of that song i know it's uh my redeemer living give me a second y'all hold on something lift up their wings like an eagle, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. walk and not be weary. They shall run and not faint. Joe picked it up. Okay, that's the song. Anyways, go listen to the song, y'all. It it makes sense. But then he says that they will lift up their wings like eagles, rising towards. So God's telling us, like, if you if you wait on me, not only will I give you new strength and power, but you will grow wings. Not not literally, but you'll rise up. You'll overcome it. You'll learn, you'll run and not be weary. You'll walk and not grow tired. He's telling you that if you believe in me, if you wait on me to give you the right things, I will bless you so that you won't get tired of doing the same thing every day. I will bless you so that you will not be weary. I will bless you that you will not grow tired. I will give you wings like an eagle so you can soar. Like God's literally telling you that he will give you these things. But if we keep going to Psalms 51, uh, verse 13, it talks about, then I will teach transgressor transgressors your ways and sinners shall be converted and returned to you. So God's telling us that when he brings us out, basically when God brings you out of this, share your testimony to the sinners of the world, not only to the sinners, but just share your testimony. When you see that people are going through the same thing that they're that you've gone through, whether they're believers or not, share your testimony because you can, you can convert somebody's life just that quick by telling them how you got through it instead of, Oh, just pray about it. Pray about it. Pray about it. What did you do to get through your situation? And these sinners of the world, you can return back to God. Just by simply introducing them to what Christ did in your life. And next thing you know, I mean, you really, we are evangelists. All of us are. And it's our job to spread the gospel. What has God done for you? Share it to the people. Has he blessed you? How did he get you out of these situations? It wasn't just you praying that got you out of it. What did you do? What did you fast from? 
What did you pray? What things did you do to help keep your mind off these bad habits? What did you do to come out of your depression? Share your testimony. Don't be stingy with God. God has enough love for everybody. So that's what I got for today. Tune in tomorrow as we jump into day two. I'm out.